0: Okay, guys, welcome back to this week in Marvel. I of course am Ben Morse, the digital what am I, the editorial director of digital media. I just got promoted recently, All right, great so thank you. Um, but I don't know my title yet. <laughs> but I'm here with Amy Reeder and Brandon Monclair, guys. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. And they are the writing team on Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. That's it.
1: That's
2: right. Amy Heart- also does the covers.
1: Indeed.
0: And what else do you do, Brandon?
2: I don't do it. <laughs> oh, I, I tell her, hey, did you do that cover yet? Somet- sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. stay on top of her about the yeah. covers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh. you know, I don't know. <laughs> <The book laughs> if is I haven't th- done something, then yes. Because then it's like, oh, she's like, oh, did you finish that plan? So, well, did you finish the cover? And then, oh, that's true. It's That's my little flush and pull. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
0: well, the book, as we speak, is on its third issue. Third issue, I think, just came out last week. So, you guys are No, little... it's not out yet, right? What?
1: Isn't it this Wednesday? Well, I don't know.
2: Yeah. it's it's. I read it. Yeah. Did they give it to you the wrong week? It's always the fourth It's always the fourth uh, Wednesday. So. By the
0: time this podcast it hits, I'm unstuck. reasonably certain that at least three issues of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur will be available for people. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, what, what, what have you guys enjoyed so far about the book? What have been the coolest things in terms of, I know we talked back at New York Comic Con about the concept behind the book, about getting put on it, but now that you've got it out there, what have people been reacting to? What are they saying?
1: Um, you know, I just, I think they've been really excited about it. Like, I mean, it's it's cool that we get to do a new character, Moon Girl. Yeah. I know that a lot of people are really excited that, you know, she's, like, a black young girl. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people want their, like, daughters to be able to see it and, like, to, you know, live this fantasy world like many of us do. So, um... So, yeah, that's pretty cool. It seems like, uh, you know, I mean, it's hard to go wrong with a big red dinosaur. Big red
0: dinosaur. So. It's the key to success.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, um, no, we've gotten a lot of reaction from it. People are excited about the story and where it's going. They're excited about the killer folk, which kind of have an interesting twist going yeah. on with them.
2: Yeah, cavemen, too. You throw that in, how can you go wrong, cavemen in the modern world. But it's been great. And says just the fact that there is a big... Uh, reaction is, mm-hmm. is it's, I mean it sounds like you know an easy answer but it's true I mean so many people talking about the book so many people excited about it reading about it telling uh, you know other people hey you got to check it out um, and as much as I've read comics my whole life and I know probably most of the fans are people who've read comics their whole life it's also recognizing um, you know whether it's somebody saying something quick on Twitter or you meet somebody at a convention or something like that where the, where people are talking about hey I, I don't really read comics mm-hmm. but Mm-hmm. I, I'm really looking forward to Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. So the fact that it kind of gets outside of just the regular cool. um, audience has is, is been pretty cool too, and that's a pretty unique experience. Uh, I don't know if it's a surprise, right? But another cool thing is actually to see uh, Natasha Bustos's art uh, three issues in, where she's really kind of
1: yeah, you know like hit her stride. Her own, yeah. yeah, so she's an amazing artist and puts in so many like awesome touches and and she can draw kids, which mm-hmm. is really great because like. We have like a few scenes involving like kids at a school yeah. and she like makes it the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Because the kids are so hilarious.
2: Yeah, and like have and she's only done maybe a smattering here and there, an issue or a short story and stuff like that. But yeah. for her to kind of put her uh, fingerprints all over the Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur has been great. Yeah,
1: so. she's amazing.
2: Amy you mentioned
0: Lunella and you mentioned <laughs> the kids, that makes that gives, brings me to a question I kinda wanted to ask. How do you guys find Lunella's voice and make it genuinely like a young girl because obviously all three of us are far removed from when we were young girls Um, so (laughs) yeah you gotta tap back into that
1: uh, you know it's tricky. I, I know that Brandon has more uh, writing experience than I do, so I've I've definitely. I thought you were going to say
0: Brandon understands <laughs> being understands a young girl more. She it was coming, but yeah, more. but yeah.
1: <laughs> cut her off. Uh, so so it's been interesting because I've been kind of watching him mm-hmm. help a, us create a voice, especially after having done Ro- Rocket Girl, or, mm-hmm. our own title, um, and having her voice. So it's kind of cool to see like now working with him closely on these two different characters, how different they are. Um, the way that I've noticed it, and Brandon, you can correct me if I'm wrong, mm. is uh, that like, well, since she's like a super genius, some things do kind of sound grown up, right? But then emotionally, like she's still a kid, right? And so she'll layers, say, yeah. she'll use name calling like you're a dummy and stuff like that, and and she'll she'll react in ways that are really childlike, and I think that juxtaposition really makes her have a unique voice because uh, she's going from like you know, using all this technical mumbo-jumbo. She's kind of an inventor, and then all of a sudden...
2: Yeah, yeah, you really have to thread the needle with that stuff, too, because it can, obviously, if you're saying, well, at some point she sounds like a precocious uh, kid who's trying to be adult, and sometimes she's just a regular kid, and sometimes she's actually using her smarts, it can all kind of work against each other and, mm-hmm. and, and be a mess. So that, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we work hard to make it work. We're glad that it's working. But, yeah, it's, it, it is It is sometimes tough to say, oh, is this going to play... But so far, so good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, on the, and on the other hand, because there's so many different ways that it blurs together, maybe that's a little bit of a safety net, also, uh, because the reader brings so much into it, what they're listening to. But voices—it's um, funny because uh, you know, for for my writing, I've never really. People always say, "Oh, your dialogue's so good," and, and everything else. It's never uh, something that I, I. Amy could tell you uh, from working with me, even like you were saying on Rocket Girl, I'm so kind of meticulous and break things down. And work, it, and work it and rework it and rework it so many times mm-hmm. so i would th- that usually is, is bad for dialogue but <laughs> it's good to have amy there to kind of keep it on honest and even though um she doesn't really quote unquote write for rocket girl she's always been there to keep it honest you know mm-hmm. so it, it, it um, works out nice. pretty well
1: also she uh uh lunilla lafayette moon girl she's um She's she's not just a kid. She also like is kind of like socially awkward. Mm. So we kind of have to bring that into the voice in our minds, even though we don't really make it official or anything. We we kind of like see her as being somewhere maybe on the autism spectrum or mm. something like that. So um, so yeah, all those things really affect the way that she talks, and and a lot of times she'll say something that isn't even what she's trying to say, but she's trying to search for the words. So. Um, so, yeah, I feel like that kind of creates a nice playground. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: flip side, you've got one character who talks plenty, another character who talks <laughs> not at all Yeah. in yeah. Devil Dinosaur. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting protagonist to have. Yeah. And a guy who's just a bit, no one can speak to him, no one can understand him. How do you work around that and make it work for the book?
1: You know...
2: It's I- really cool and really <laughs> interesting for, like, the first half of a book and then it, beca- and then it becomes really <laughs> yeah. a challenge how else are you going to do it uh, and Amy having done I don't know how many covers have been released but you're working on the 7th cover or 8th cover yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's hard enough also you got to consider well you got to put a 30 foot creature with a 4 foot girl you know that's, that's yeah, not easy it's really
1: yeah, hard a, to do not that not like have the girl yeah. big enough but then have the dinosaur fit Yeah, Yeah, it's actually a real pain.
2: But yeah, so and then Natasha's got to do it, however many panels, however many pages, all the time. So it it really does become a challenge. But that's you know hopefully what keeps everybody motivated from a writing um, from what we do with the writing. Yeah, it's you know the most it is. It's it's usually um, you know even you you have to kind of use Lunella's voice to be Devil Dinosaur. She's always talking at him, always projecting things onto Mm -hmm. him and then again for natasha to come back with like just an expression and maybe a little you know sound that the dinosaurs making yeah. it's tough to do but it's uh, it's uh, it gets, puts more emphasis on on lunella uh, you know structurally
1: i feel like when you when you read it keep in mind that a lot of times when <laughs> I, I get i really run out of ways to sp- spell out what the noises he makes. Right. I feel like Brandon's better at that. <laughs> so like so I'll just if I'm ever like writing a page, like I'll just let him run over it like with, with different things because I don't know, pretty much there's M R R R R R, there's r u and there's yeah. Arr yeah. I can't think of any other ones, but I feel like you always <laughs> like the world as your oyster when it comes to dinosaur sounds.
2: Well that's that's kind of you to say.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> another really interesting aspect of the whole thing for me is you know so many of our books are about wish fulfillment in the terms of becoming a superhero yeah but Lunella is the opposite of that she does not want to become an inhuman mm-hmm. was that an element that was baked in when you guys came into onto the book or is that something you guys came up with
2: yeah it was something uh, in development. Um, I'm trying to remember the exact sequence of events but we mm-hmm. were first talking about uh, Devil Dinosaur and then what uh, Moon Girl and the things that we could do to give him a, a totally different kind of setting and a different sidekick uh, yeah. and then Moon Girl kind of takes over and then there was an idea, of, well, can we tie it into the uh, Inhumans mythology to kind of take advantage uh, of, of that bigger part of the world because Devil Dinosaur is a rather obscure character and yeah, so it was It was uh, later on like at that point where we said, well, how do we fit her in? And wouldn't it be cool if she uh, if she didn't want to uh, you know inherit these powers because she's, she's quite frankly afraid of them and I think as much as it is wish fulfillment, you know within humans you don't know what you're going to get sure. if uh, yeah. that gets triggered so yeah. I, I would think as a ten year old that would be
1: really terrifying,
2: terrifying right so end of you know.
1: your life as you know it that's pretty insane and
2: then it becomes a little bit of like a, a metaphor not to be too highfalutin about it, right? But about growing up, right? It's, so she's a, a, at that age It's not that highfalutin. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I think it's right So there. what's it going to be, you know, exactly? What's her life going to be in a couple of years, uh, you know, yeah. with or without an inhuman uh, transformation? So.
0: so what have you guys got coming up now that we're either on past somewhere around issue three? We haven't quite <laughs> determined that, but what's, yeah. what's, what's the rest of the first arc and beyond going to be bringing?
1: Um, well, Hulk showing up uh, yeah. right at the end of issue right. three. Hulk's at the end of then... issue three. So that's a highlight. That's Spoilers
0: a highlight. in case the issue's not out yet. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's out. It's out. Don't well, worry about. It's, so... been, it's certainly been announced, but it's been. <laughs> uh,
2: and then that's going to lead to the obvious big uh,
1: showdown. Devil
2: dinosaur Hulk throwdown. I throwdown, I mean. throwdown slash showdown.
1: Showcase throwdown.
2: That's it. Throwdown
1: showcase. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, also, uh, like. I don't know if this is spoilery or anything, but like, I mean, eventually, uh, Moon Girl Lunella, she's going to have some sort of a costume.
0: That's nice. So, like that. yeah,
1: like we're we're kind of playing on that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we're not quite there yet, but there's going to be some fun things involved with that.
2: Yeah, but everything we set up again, like I said, the uh, the killer folk are starting. These were the cavemen that came oh, back yeah, in time right. with them. They're starting to they're starting to kind of uh, also try to make their way in the world because they're stuck here as well and so that's kind of a side story. They form uh, then, a gang
1: and they are very yeah. uh like gang stereotyped <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: They they learn quick about things that are that are important. They uh, want money. <laughs> yeah, they want money, they want bling and they uh Power. So I, yeah. So that's pretty fun. So we're gonna build them up over it until you know, until the big uh climax and uh you know Lunella still trying to recover that ancient device that she hopes can uh cure her of her. Yeah, reverse the whole situation,
1: yeah.
0: All right, final question. Sure. For both of you guys separately, who are you more like, Lunella or Devil Dinosaur? <laughs>
1: um, I guess Lunella. Um, <laughs> I mean, really, it feels like the obvious choice. <laughs> but I, I definitely empathize with her, like kind of lonerism mm-hmm. and how it probably isn't that good in the long run. Mm-hmm. But it's still something that. Like, when I was a kid, I was definitely very picked on and definitely very weird. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I could definitely side with Lunella.
2: Yeah, I, I agree that Amy is Lunella, because <laughs> Lunella's very high-maintenance, you know what I mean? He oh. needs a lot of attention, needs a lot of uh, things to be about her. What? a lot of stuff geared up, and Devil Dinosaur can just kind of, you know, kind of grunt and roll his eyes, and...
1: Oh, is that you? So oh, that's you No, wait, why are you story? answering the question mm-hmm. about me what? instead of talking about yourself what? on this? I don't know. Who's, who are you?
2: I guess I'm Devil Dinosaur.
1: No, you're more like Lunella. I'm just
2: jealous because, yeah, you already picked Lunella, and that makes forces me to pick uh, Devil, Devil Dinosaur. Devil <laughs> Dinosaur. Yeah. Well, we don't want to
0: cause any rifts between you uh, guys because we love the book and we want it to keep true. coming out. <laughs> where can folks find you guys online on social media?
1: Um, I'm at Amy Reader on Twitter, and if you go slash Amy Reader Comics on Facebook, mm-hmm. I I actually have a pretty big um, fan page there. So. Cool,
2: Brandon. Yeah, I'm at B Montclair on Twitter. Uh, BrandonMontclair.com just runs my Tumblr, which always has some updates of stuff too. So there we
0: go. Thank you guys both. Keep up the good work, and we will uh, we will keep following the adventures of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. This is Marvel Your Universe.